Hi, Steve Shepard here with the Natural Curiosity Project. This is the place for stories that matter. In 1831, Alexis de Tocqueville and Gustave de Beaumont were sent by the French government to study the American prison system. But instead, with a sort of a nudge-nudge, wink-wink kind of agreement, they traveled the country for nine months doing what they were sent there to do, but also studying American culture and society, the result of which was the publication of the very famous two-part book, Democracy in America, which is considered one of the most influential books that has ever been written about the United States. And while many think of de Tocqueville as a historian, he was really more of a political scientist or analyst. In the introduction to his book, he observes that in America, I saw more than America. I sought the image of democracy itself with its inclinations, its characters, its prejudices, and its passions. The greatest danger that de Tocqueville saw coming was that public opinion would become an all-powerful force and that the majority of the population would find itself in a position of being able to shut down unpopular minorities and individuals with ideas that hovered out at the edges of the mainstream. He also worried that unchecked political power, even in a democratically run nation, could lead to tyranny. In fact, he notes that there's less freedom of discussion and independence of mind in America than in Europe, with negative consequences for American character and culture. Last week, Sabina and I drove down to Northern Virginia because I was asked to give a TED Talk down there. It went really well. I met some extraordinary people and learned an amazing number of things. But during the trip, during our two days down and back, we were forced to do something so unnatural, so out of character, so utterly foreign, that it defies description. We were forced to watch broadcast television on the hotel TV because we didn't have access to our normal streamed content. Now, we don't generally watch broadcast TV for a couple of reasons. First, and how do I say this diplomatically, it's kind of a cultural wasteland. It doesn't even reach the level of being entertaining. Naked and Afraid, Love Island, a show about a sponge that lives in a pineapple on the bottom of the ocean? Really? And then there are the commercials. The commercials are, well, let's just say that I'd rather stick myself in the eye with a steak knife than watch them every six minutes. So there I was, vainly flipping channels, looking for something, anything worth watching. But as I did, it was rare that I'd flip to a channel and actually see a show. What I typically saw was an ad. I went around the channel wheel several times, looking in vain for programming, but never succeeded. I did, however, get to see a wide range of commercials. Now, I felt a lot like de Tocqueville, traveling around the country, preparing a new way to examine and understand America, because that's what I did. After watching TV for several nights, it was sort of like watching a slow-motion train wreck. I just couldn't bring myself to look away. I reached a conclusion about the country. Based on the products being sold to an anxious television audience, I've come to realize that we apparently are a chronically ill nation, beset by a range of terrifying maladies. Apparently, vast numbers of Americans suffer from diseases that cause them to have the following symptoms. Uncontrolled leaking from a variety of orifices, bulging eyeballs, murder-inducing snoring, memory loss, hearing loss, 
the presence of too much sugar in our blood and urine, the presence of not enough sugar in our blood and urine, months-long bouts with constipation, the inability to eat bread or grains or vegetables or cereals or pretty much anything that ever ate sunlight or had roots, and the inability to remember that eating those things causes severe intestinal distress because apparently we go back and do it again. Joint pain from doing too much. Joint pain from not doing enough. Large numbers of men whose favorite plaything is apparently shaped like a demented carrot. Shortness of breath. Tingling in our extremities. Extremities that, when they stop tingling, fall off. Uncontrolled itching in places that one doesn't scratch in public. The inability to focus on anything for more than three femtoseconds. Bouts of uncontrollable twitching the inability to sleep, the inability to wake up, chronic burning sensations, discoloration of the fingernails and toenails due to infestations of fungus, mold, lichens, or strangler figs, a mysterious thickening of the tongue, a mysterious thickening of the skin, uncontrolled addiction to drugs that either harden something or soften something, and a powerful need to take drugs that end in the letters U-M-A-B, UMAB, to treat various mysterious maladies. It also appears to be the case that a large percentage of the population is both deaf and illiterate because they don't seem to pay attention to or care about the side effects of all those UMABs. Explosive diarrhea, cancer, kidney failure, liver failure, skin eruptions, hair loss, brain cell loss, short-term memory loss, softening of the bones, severe birth defects inability to hold on to things, a yellowing of the skin, blood flowing from places where blood should not flow, and pee not flowing from places where it should, the inability to recognize family members, the inability to swallow, anal leakage, uncontrolled shaking, and, based on the commercials themselves, an uncontrollable tendency to be deliriously happy when using these drugs as long as they are consumed in a public park a barbecue, a picnic, a bowling alley, a playground, a little league baseball game, or a third grade soccer game, and always when large dogs and small children are present. And when they are taken, these drugs apparently lead to smiles that look more like the rictus of death. Now, I realize that some of this is awkward, not to be discussed in polite company. Okay, then why is it on broadcast television with graphical accompaniment involving bent carrots, three inane people singing about diarrhea, and what looks like purple potatoes making their way through the human digestive tract? No wonder de Tocqueville went back to France.